This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to episode 478 of Shutters Inc. Well, thanks for having me. What? Thanks for having me. (laughs) Can I introduce you before you say thanks for having me? Oh, I thought you had. You said hi and welcome. <laughs> this is Sorry, Bruce Williams no, so, from no, podcast.com and that there no, is Mr. No, Glenn no, Lavender no, from creativephotoworkshops.com.au. Say what? It's all yours. Intro away. All yours. <laughs> Too late. It's gone. It's done. So here's the problem. We do separate sound recordings. Yeah. Is you could not have any of my interruptions over your intro. That's correct. Could you do that? <laughs> Oh, look, even when I was recording both of us, I could still yeah. separate you and I. Did you ever Did you ever get rid of my interruptions over your yes, introductions? Yes, many times. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Where's <laughs> the fun in that? I'm going to stop doing it now. I'm going to interrupt See, myself talking. if you talking. listened, you would know. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt myself talking. You can't fix that. <laughs> That's right. Actually, you probably could. <laughs> How's your week been? So, well, that's that's well, it was okay until just then. I thought of that concept that maybe yeah, my deliberate interruptions all this time haven't even been getting through. Yeah, what, what I consider the best part of the show, well, the only good part of the show, right through to the key. Uh, no, that's not true. It's not true. The, the, the best part of the show is when we say good night to everybody. I'm sure, and that's probably their preferred. Uh, I think Mr. George Yardis would agree there that uh, the end uh, is. Maybe we should start at the end <laughs> right you know say goodbye the highlights package speaking of highlights packages um <laughs> have you been putting together the uh, best of no I, but I, I i suggested it like a week ago and that should have been done by now right okay so the best of that must I mean, have been the bit that we... i tuned out of <laughs> it must have been the, bit they the best bits <laughs> the best bits of all our episodes oh yeah put them together in an audio book that we can sell oh that's right <laughs> Yes, I do remember Go. that. Thought you, thought you, what else have you been doing? What have you been doing? Uh, recording audiobooks. Really? And you couldn't find time to slip hours in the middle there? Unfortunately not. Alongside? I wish. Really? I wish. That's what I'm asking about it. <laughs> so, man down here on no income, it'd be kind of nice to have all the, the millions our audiobook would generate. That's right, it would be. <laughs> it would be. It'd be nice to think that um, yeah. By the time you actually finish all the effort putting it together, uh, you'd have you'd be able to earn more than one cent a, a much per day man. in labour. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Speaking of much old, being a much older man, mm-hmm. uh, it's my daughter's birthday today. It is. Happy birthday, Miss Thirteen. She's, and she's not. She's not. No, she's not even slightly older man. You know? <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, she, she's thirteen. She's thirteen today. A teenager. Yep. And, uh, and my youngest one, when, when we had to ask my, my newly crowned 13-year-old uh, to get off a, a mobile phone, hmm. my, my nine-year-old turns and goes, oh, teens and their phones. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nicely played. Dead, deadpan <laughs> delivery of a nine-year-old, you know, ten, ten minutes after she'd, she'd been wished happy birthday for the first time. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, gold. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're coming to the end of our, uh, my last week of freedom. Okay, and because homeschooling starts uh, starts right. again Monday for right. the next until end of August as a minimum starting point. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. Exactly. So, um, so there goes any life I was hoping to have. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah. So it's March until yeah we had that little th- three or four week window where they went back yeah. to school. 
March until the end of August, yeah. as a, if we're lucky. Uh, tell you what, I, I better get an A. <laughs> well, yes, you know, if I could get a C grade, mm. you know, I'd be, I'd be, that'd be probably the best school grade I ever got in my history of being in school. <laughs> um, you wouldn't believe my teachers thought I was disruptive as a student. I find that hard to believe. That was my statement, and every parent teacher night, <laughs> I had to interrupt them and tell them I find it hard to believe. <laughs> unbelievable. So, um, yeah, so so this week me and the kiddos have been out doing a bit of fishing. Yep. And just getting out the outdoors and just doing some stuff that's not housebound for eight hours a day doing homework, doing schoolwork. Excellent. You catch some fish? We caught some fish, yeah. We caught, we've, I've been teaching lure fishing. Right. With the, what's called soft plastics, which are... Um, plastic things that are soft that are shaped like fish right so yeah you because know, traditional lure fishing with what's called hard body or yeah you know, solid lures are hard plastic things right well these are soft they, they wibble and woggle wobble like an actual fish right and uh, so i've been teaching that and the, the skills of yeah you know, casting under piers around around uh, muscle encrusted pylons and not getting tangled up every two seconds and right uh, amazing we went fishing for three days and they didn't didn't get hooked up one time. Nice. That wasn't retrievable. Nice. And they're, ca- they're casting under under yacht ropes in, in under piers. All sorts of, all sorts of crazy ass casting. And it's like <laughs> I, I, I I bought like a bucket load of lures because yeah. I was expecting to be losing them every three minutes. Yeah. Still got them all. Right. So if anyone wants a deal on lures, I can sell some extras to sell. But yeah, that's 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 been our week. It's been been quite pleasant down here in uh, in Victoria. Yeah, it's been cold, but it's been lots of blue sky. Yep, couple of couple of days there felt like yeah, spring. It was that gorgeous. Yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah, not a breath of wind. Perfect blue skies. Only like fourteen degrees Celsius. Yeah. But but yeah, if you got a jumper on, you felt yeah perfectly, perfectly lovely. Yep. So it was it was glorious weather. Yep. It's pretty similar in Sydney, to be honest. Really. But a bit more humid. No, not at the moment. Humid, not time of year. Not, I, not heard, I heard a comedian. I heard a comedian uh, this week make a statement about uh, it was, uh, it was Arge Barker, I think it was, and he made a, a statement about the you know, Aussies and their names of stuff, and you know, being often the, stating the bleeding obvious, or <laughs> yeah, and, and I can't remember the exact premise, but yeah. uh, but he basically says, yeah, I, I landed in Brisbane for my first ever time. I landed in Bris Vegas, as they call it. <laughs> And I, st- I got out of the plane, out of the airport, for the first time. I stopped, and went bang. Oh, now I see why they call it Bris Vegas, because Las Vegas is, is centered on an arid desert plain, and this is in a subtropical flood zone. I can see the, I can see the similarities. Yeah, it's like four hundred percent humidity and yeah, thirty eight degrees. Or yeah. yeah, I see the similarities for sure. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so so we're waffling on because we've got um, uh, we got nothing to talk about. Oh, we got a few or not things. much. A couple of things. I did I did take a photo, a couple of photos this week. I did uh, yeah. my thirteen year old's birthday portrait. Right. So I have to do that every year. I have to do their uh, yep their their photo. So that's, uh, I I did like uh, the two images that you put on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> the serious and the real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Laughing the head off, being silly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, that's it. And and we've been missing the, the most spectacular O things to be photographing. Oh, which I know. Which is Comet, Comet Neo-wise. Yep. There's uh, been some absolutely cracking images. 
No better than my mate Andrew Studer's. Oh, that was great. Oh, what a shot. That was yeah. great. Yeah. Just, I hate him. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so for those so, who so have seen a link, it, yeah, I put a link into the into our notes there. Yeah, to his Facebook page, so you can maybe use his images there um, thing for next week. Yeah, the okay opening image. He, he won't mind it. Well, he he might, but stuff him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but for for those who haven't seen it yet, uh, he he got a mate uh, to dress up in an astronaut's outfit. Uh, and then had him stand on a rocky outcrop and then with a 600mm lens shot, you know, his friend with the comet in the sky above him, and it just looks fantastic. So Yeah, pretty much straight out of camera too. It's, yeah, it's right. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, so he's the same kid who did that, you know, the rock climber with the eclipse behind him, you know. Right. With the same... The oh, same, sorry, same. I, sorry, I'm just looking at his X of metadata. No, it's only a 250mm focal length. I thought he said, really? I thought he said he'd shot with a 600, but... Oh, I thought he said 600 too. Yeah, I must have been looking at one of his other images. But, um, but yeah, mm. it's a cracker of an image, so... I'll, um, I'll flick him a no, message and make sure he's okay with it. 600mm? Hey? 600 mil, 7.1 at five seconds is what he's listed. Oh, hang on. So maybe you're looking at a different image. There's two, oh, oh, there's two images. One. That's what. There's yeah. a tight one and there's a loosey-goosey one. There we go. It's the two separate images. I was looking yeah. at the second of the two. Yep. But I'll flick him a message and, and tell him we had a chat about it and is he okay with me using it? And, and when you flick me a message, tell him I'll, I want him on our podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. He's a good... He's a great guy. He's, he's a kid who hang around with me in India. Yeah, I was going to say, um, he, he was the one you yeah. bumped into in India, and, and his mate yeah, was so a football player or something? NFL quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's, let's, get, let's get Andrew on, on board for the podcast and have a chat. Because I'd love to get, you know, just talk about his planning for these shots and yeah, yeah. yeah if he puts much effort in. Because he's got a whole series of stuff with that space set, with that astronaut's outfit. Oh, okay. Uh, it's got some incredible drone footage in this arid landscape. Um it's just epic. So he's got. So he's, he's very, very cool. No, nice. he might be a one-trick pony now with it. With the, I'll, I'll tell him that. That's uh, <laughs> not outfit. But, um, Excellent. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, so that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that was that's what we're missing out on as a photographic spectacle. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah, a bit of a shame. It's all northern hemisphere only. So anyway, yeah. Look, here's the thing. I did hear, and I, I haven't really been able to verify that after the twenty eighth, we should be able to see it. Oh, okay, okay. But in the paper today, it's saying, oh, uh, the southern hemisphere will miss out altogether for the next sixty eight, sixty eight hundred years. Yeah, right. I'm going. Well, I'm getting conflicting info. So yeah, we'll right. keep, let's keep monitoring it just in case the more hopeful. Yeah, is correct that we will get some view of it uh, after the twenty eighth. Well, if, yeah, but of course it'll be diminishing in magnitude. If anyone uh, listening is deeply into their astro stuff and has any more info on that as to whether or not the southern hemisphere will get a look at it, uh, please flick us a message and let us know because we can talk about it next week. Because I mean, we love we love our astro stuff here. Totally. Uh, yeah, and, and speaking of, mm. did you see that NASA's uh, released there's a new star sign? No. Yeah, there's a new star sign uh, d- d- to be added to the existing zodiac. What? So you might have to uh, you might have to move uh, <laughs> your your what star sign you are. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, because uh, what's it called? Aphesius, something like that. Uh, oh, bloody cookies popping up. 
Um, the new one slips in from the dates. If I can find the list of oh god, so much info on people. Yeah, and then you pop up ads. I get rid of you this, and now you give me that. Okay, so um, it, it slips in between Scorpio and Sagittarius. Right. It goes November twenty nine to December seventeen. Right. So if you're in that area, you're no longer a Scorpio. Okay. Yeah, you're an, a a, a, fuch, a fuchus. Okay. O p h r u c h u s. Because there's nothing like that good astrology astronomy stuff. Because we know they're exactly the same. There's no. Yeah, <laughs> no <mix up> there. <laughs> <laughs> we love. We know. We know how much our, our astronomer friends love being called astrologers. They love that stuff. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So apparently this is not new. That then yeah. This is this is you know making the paper everywhere around the world at the moment. This new thing. Okay. And I said it to my wife. She goes, "Oh, it's old news. It's ancient. It's been at least fifteen years or something." I said, what? <laughs> so I'm not sure why it's you know okay. why it's hitting the. Uh, the, the, the papers at the moment, but there you are. So, fortunately, I'm Sagittarius and mine doesn't change. My, my dates have still keep me as a Sacho. Um, so, so yeah. surely, if you're going to insert a new zodiac sign, then yeah. you would need to shorten all of the 12 existing oh. signs, wouldn't you? Yeah, Scorpio's dropped down to only six days. <laughs> <laughs> November 23 to November 29. Right. They've been shortchanged, haven't they? <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> what, what, when's your birthday? 25th. Of? October. October? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you're, so you're Virgo? No. I'm October, October. Virgo is September 16 to October 30. No, it's not. That's what it says here in front of me. Well, here it's... are the correct dates for the star signs. <laughs> well, maybe those are the newly amended dates because I am certainly a Scorpio. <laughs> oh, well, not anymore. But not I will way. say this: I don't believe in any of that rubbish. So, <laughs> no. Well, I wouldn't be saying that because God will strike you down with lightning. <laughs> or for not believing in for not believing in for not believing in astrology. <laughs> That's the way it works, I think. Um, yes, yeah, so, no. So now Scorpio, Scorpio is effective. Uh, I mean, uh, Virgo is now September sixteen to October thirty. Then comes Libra, October thirty to November twenty-three. Scorpio, only six days. That does seem a bit. Uh, seems a bit unfair. Everyone else gets like a month. They get six days. I mean, why did they pick on them? Uh, I, I think they're being Scorpioist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel for all you ex-Scorpio folk, and now you're, yeah, you are what you are. <laughs> okay. If you say yeah. so. No, it's true. It's, so, it's in the paper. It must be true. It must be. <laughs> must be. What else you got? Me? Yeah. Uh, nothing really. I mean, I've been... I've spent some time yeah. uh, looking at the at the D preview web page, yeah. uh, DP DP review uh, uh, for the new Canon eighty five built f two macro lens. Ooh, nice. So I'm thinking, well, that's good. You know, it's a bit of this and it's a bit of that. It's yeah. a bit of the other. You know, uh, it's not your eighty five one eight, and it's also not your ninety mil two point eight macro. It's kind of the mix. I mean, for the wedding photographer, to me, that sounds like the perfect lens. Yeah, you've got all your detail stuff. Plus, yeah, two's better than two point eight. Yeah, it's going to be a little, little bit uh, nicer. And I thought, well, it's pretty darn good. Mm. And um, so I thought I'd read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> didn't bother, didn't bother looking at the review because, well, it's pointless because yeah. yeah, they've got no idea anyway. Uh, 
the comments are where the real knowledge is. Of course. As, as we know. <laughs> so my thoughts? Yeah. It would be very impressive if Canon could produce a 16 to 85 F2 with the same image quality. <laughs> uh, probably would need a 72mm filter, though. <laughs> Somebody did reply to that saying, you know how big the 28 to 72 is, right? It's... Um, 1.4 kilos with a 95 millimeter filter and it's three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that, that that guy kind of okay. He, the first comments sometimes are a bit delusional. They get shot down. It's fair enough. <laughs> we get on to the good stuff. Disappointing that it extends is a commentator number two. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be a price performance marvel. Don't get me wrong; it's still a great lens, but I would have liked to use it for diving. <laughs> I like the idea. He wants to use his portrait lens for diving. And he follows it up with what I think is a classic line, I'd have to say. I like the idea of a portrait lens that doubles as a macro instead of the other way around. (laughs) You know, you can't write this stuff. You know, it writes itself. It's amazing, you know. Uh, and so he said so he's disappointed in that one thing that it extends okay which is, so the next person says well you're lucky if your disappointing list ends with just one thing <laughs> here we go i'm disappointed because it is colon bigger and heavier than its predecessor i didn't think they had a predecessor right just anyway uh smaller aperture because it's it's a key feature for portraits <laughs> So he's disappointed in the smaller and the aperture. And, of course, extending. In my case, this lens is not worth even half its price. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, they're a bit tough, aren't they? You know, they, make, they make me look good. Um, but but he, he, then this, this, this jerk chimes in. You've missed the point that this is a macro lens too. For my wedding photography, it's going to make life so much easier. I can ditch the 100mm macro and the 85.14 and just use one lens for both portraits and detail shots. <laughs> That's pretty logical. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's, he comes back with a common sense. <laughs> common sense. And he says, you know, um, you're not going to notice the difference between the Bokeh 1.8 and F2 unless you compare the images side by side. And I don't think anyone viewing your photos will say... The background is not blurry enough. <laughs> now, this guy, what does he think he's doing? This is a DP review forum, for I, God's sake. Sorry, I, have you seen the comment by Photo Monkey? Oh, I'm, I, didn't, I didn't capture the name. So I got, okay. But, but the, the next, the, the, after this guy's going, the difference between 1.8 and 1.2. Yeah. The guy from before was complaining about all those things. Goes back to, the difference between 1.8 and 2 is very noticeable if you shoot from the same distance. <laughs> Well, not as, as the guy said before. If you're not comparing them side by side, yeah, it's not because okay. you haven't got the other one to compare it with. So I'm going to read you this comment. Oh God! <laughs> From Photo Monkey. Ah, uh, a visit oh, to the is. comments section where one can always find those people claiming to find the rust yeah. in the rainbow of our lives. <laughs> the rust in the rainbow of our lives. Yeah, I, I, I cut and paste that one out. That's pretty darn good, wasn't it? Yeah. That's gold. Um, they didn't even bother to make this lens internally focusing no other brand is producing rubbish fragile designs like this (laughs) 
<laughs> Next one. There's no denying this is that this is the poorest design lens from a robustness point of view seen in many years, possibly decades. <laughs> it's basically the same design as Nifty 50s from the 1990s, and they only ever cost $100 or so. Pathetic to see these days uh, to see these days in anything but the very very cheapest lenses on the market. The optical optical design must be so compromised since you want portrait lenses optimized for wide open shooting and macro for stop down shooting. Hmm. Nice Canon, really nice. After body crippling era is over, now it's time for a new one. Lens crippling era. Bravo. <laughs> oh, I had to give up, Bruce, because you know. You know I'm a positive person, and the negativity was getting to me. Yeah. So I had to give up. Yeah. yeah. But uh, And the thing is, you you know that every single one of these people has not had the freaking lens in their hand. And never will. Yeah. They'll never go and buy it. They have no interest in it. They just want to go on there and talk about themselves. I should go on there more often. Um, but they... It's like, really? It's like people. Oh, and and that, that's only like about one-tenth of the comments on, this, on the page. It's yeah. like, you, you people. Uh, um, so to me, I'm going to reserve judgment. If it comes out and it says, oh, look, the image quality is really poor, well, fair enough. Yeah. But to me, it sounds like a bloody useful lens. Yeah. It's a, it's a niche lens, no doubt, but it's going to fit a working photographer's budget. And versatility and lack of gear to have to carry around for 12... I mean, remember, yeah, there's not many photographers in this world that have to shoot for 12 hours. No. You know, your wedding photographers, one of the very few. All your other guys are doing like an hour, two hours maybe, and then they're done for the day, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, except those suckers who do those kindergarten photos. <laughs> oh, imagine that, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, if you're, carrying, if you're walking around for 12 hours shooting... If you can get away with just one lens that's larger and smaller and covers, as, as, as the guy perfectly says, not one bride's ever going to say the background's not blurry enough. No. You know, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's got a lot of good potential. Yeah. Right. So here's, this is, we should mark this episode down for our audiobook, Bruce, because uh, <laughs> there's me making a positive comment about something when everyone else is being negative. Excellent. Pretty unusual. <laughs> I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week, we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running. The link will be in the show notes. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. Uh, Adam sent us a story. Did he? Yeah, just the one. Kodak's paper and chemistry business sold to a Chinese company. Uh, So this has come through inside imaging, uh, saying that a Chinese company called Sino Promise Holdings has bought the Kodak paper and chemistry business, but not their film business. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the uh, relevance of the story is, other than it's Kodak. Well, it's Adam, so we don't expect much. Um, but the thing is, the people who bought them are the, their largest distributor in the world. So it's not like it's just like not anybody they've ever heard of, whatever. Uh, it's basically the biggest people using their product. Right. I said, well, how about we just own the own the company? Yeah. Right. We're, they, they might be eighty percent of the market. Yeah. You know, and they're saying, well, it just makes sense for us to to do it all. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, apparently these guys uh, provide Kodak paper and chemicals to 8,000 retailers in the Asia-Pacific and Russian territories. There. There you go. I love this. Oh, they're a relatively young company in 1993. They're pre-digital. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's been around a while. But the largest distributor of Kodak Alaris in the world. So, yeah, you right. know, it's it's kind of kind of makes sense that yeah, yeah. yeah that, that if, I, if it was me, I would try to cut out the middleman if I could buy it cheaper. Yeah, of by course. Making it, yeah, of course. So, yeah, interesting. But that's another divestment of stuff from Kodak. I guess is a, is a the salient point of all that. It's one less anchoring part of of the film world that they used to be so dominant in. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, whilst we're on the subject of mergers and acquisitions, uh, following up on the uh, closing down of Olympus story, which we covered either, yeah. either last week or three weeks ago, whenever it was, uh, apparently Olympus North America and Olympus Europe did not get advised before the press release went out. So they they found out... When the rest of us found out, whoops! That's that's that's, that's not so good, is it? That's not very good at all. No, <laughs> I think you'd be, you know, if you were the manager of Olympus North America or the manager of Olympus Europe, I think you'd be feeling a little bit miffed. <laughs> now, Olymp- Olympus in America is based out of Pennsylvania. They're, oh, okay. They're, uh, they're from memory, in, either in Allentown or very near to Allentown. Right. Pennsylvania is where their headquarters are. Um, and I know quite. I know people in Olympus US. Right. Because I have a, a, a close connection in Allentown as well. So. Right. Uh, which is where? What's his name comes from? What's his name? The, the Joe Edelman. Joe Edelman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good. Good man. <laughs> reminds me so much of myself. Yeah. <laughs> In not a good way. Yeah, so you find it hard to believe, don't you, in this day and age that could happen. Wow, you, so, you've got to wonder, like, was it done deliberately? And if so, why? And Maybe they'd, they'd try and stop them doing it. I don't know. Nice, yeah. Anyway. God. Yeah. The next one I found was a, a collection of astro images uh astrology 2020 yeah that's right yes some astrology photos yes <laughs> the 2020 astronomy photographer of the year shortlist will take your breath away now i put this in here for a reason mr lavender Did because you? there is an image in here that you are just going to love Something that's never been done before. I want you to scroll down. You'll see the second section is Aurora, and the next section is People in Space. And I want you to look at the first image in People in Space. Mate, you're going to love this. People in Space. Got suns. Oh, have you gone too far? Moon. I don't know. I was already scrolling before you started talking, so I thought I could have been, yeah, before... Let's see, skyscrapes, skyscapes. So we go. We've got that one. Next one down. Are you going to sh- are you going to show me a photo of a guy by his lit up tent pointing a torch at the sky? Well, is that what you're going to do? Except there's no tent. People in space. <laughs> no. The first one. That's it. I knew Here's you'd love it. Here's the thing. <laughs> That's a bloody great photo ruined by a guy standing there with a torch. Yes. Yeah. It's probably, I mean, that's an epic probably shot. been photoshopped in. It's an epic shot. It is. 
But yeah, he does look proportionally out of. Oh no! I, <laughs> hang on a sec. I see why he's won. Yeah. I see, there's two guys with torches. That's right. <laughs> Damn, it's twice <laughs> as good as the other ones. You know, That's more. it. <laughs> but this is, this is a bloody epic shot. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. You know? And and you put that in there. It just. Obviously, the panorama, obviously. Yeah. Oh, here's a trick. Yeah. Are they both him? What? Are the two people, has he taken the shot, run down the hill, run back up the other hill? And <laughs> <laughs> so both that's, I haven't seen anyone do themselves like 10 times in the photo pointing the torch at the sky. Yeah. That could that could yeah. be that could be uh, the, the future. Because there's a couple more down here. This is a really nice one. The guy's looking through a... Okay, um, a canyon, the cliffy yep. kind of thing, and yep. there he is down there, hold his torch up to the sky. <laughs> um, oh, this one's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys. Oh no, the stone statues and he's driving. My mistake. But I've got to tell you, it's quite amazing. We just start looking at the sun photos. Oh, okay, yeah. These, these are photos that people are taking with backyard telescopes. You know, uh, which is really, yeah, you know, really quite remarkable. But yep, what. People can do that technology. I, I, I don't know how they don't even burn the retinas out looking through the telescope. It's beyond me. You know? <laughs> the moon. I would expect the moon to have some pretty darn cool shots because yep. it's yeah. Some of the stuff these people are doing, like there, the the five thousand montage shots of the moon these days. Yeah. The detail they're getting out of them is is quite. Jesus H. That's a good one from Australia by Andy Cassily with Saturn behind the moon. Yeah. Do you see that? Is it real? I'd say yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. The same. The same way the comet looks big behind the astronaut's head. Um, <laughs> Andrew Studer's shot. Yep. You know, it's compression. Um, it's I don't know, but it's. Maybe. I mean, there's you know, obviously there's a lot of distortion in the moon because obviously you're looking at just a, a depth of a field. sliver of it. No, it's depth of field too, because it's yeah, yeah, it's much closer than. But that. I just felt like yeah. Is that maybe yeah, no, composited? If, let's put it this way: if it's real, yeah. and, I, I, and I have a feeling it is, okay, it's pretty dangerous. If I'm going to look this guy up, Andy saying that's the guy from the uh, Waltzing Matilda song. That's right, uh, and Cassely, C A S E L Y, Andy Cassely images. Well, I mean, he's got some. He's got some pretty nice astro shots. Okay. Uh, he's got some nice aurora shots. I'm a bit disappointed. I, can't, I haven't seen him in any of them yet, pointing his torch up at them. Um, some great nebula shots and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's... So that shot is comes up at BBC UK, but it doesn't come up as any, any information about that particular shot. So, right. I don't know. It'd be, nice to, it'd be nice to find out a bit more info. Yeah. I'm thinking it's real. Right. Yeah, fair enough. But, yeah, it, I could be just an idiot. Wouldn't be the first or last. Mm. Uh, any other good shot? I mean, some of those nebula shots are quite remarkable. Yeah, they they're gorgeous. I mean, it, it's and these are all done. I'd imagine these days by yeah you know, by stacking yeah you know, a hundred shots yeah two hundred shots five hundred shots who knows how many. Um, but once again, for backyard telescopes, are people producing images of this quality is astounding. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Some of the galaxies' shots, there seems to be just too many stars that have fake lens flare, like aperture stars. Uh, no, that's 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 re- that's that's how it looks. Yeah. Okay, that's that's for just for genuine. But why is it only some of them that have the lines and not every Magnitude. star in the 
Hey? Magnitude of the star. Okay. So the magnitude being brightness is, uh, is, right. is it's honestly is, is magnitude. Okay. That, that creates that effect. Uh, yeah. And I would imagine also it'd be um, type, whether it's the you know, red dwarf, white, yellow, uh, that you know, the type of star and magnitude together. Okay. Would give you those effects, but, the, but that's, that's 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 not not bull twang. Okay. I'm disappoint- well, I'm not sure if I'm disappointed or happy mm. that the young astronomer photographer of the year they're not in their photos. <laughs> So maybe they've gone. I've had enough of that. That's so. That's so. Two thousand and ten. They're beginners, mate. They uh, haven't learned yet. <laughs> best newcomer. There's one down there who's done from Brazil. Who's done the sun and then all the planets out to Neptune. Yeah. Or with the exception, I'm a bit disappointed. I got to say, he hasn't done Earth. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's, it's fairly. They should, yeah, should, it's, it's a bit disappointing. Minor omission. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but look, yeah, as always, I mean, that, that stuff's bloody hard to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. There's a guy, uh, just an amateur guy in Tasmania called Matthew Berniston. Right. Who uh, just got his little backyard telescope and tracking device and goes out there and does some lovely stuff, you know, stacking and that. And just, just a hobbyist and, you know, it just shows the quality of images that hobbyists can get these days that, you know, they're not that dissimilar. Yeah, yeah. To what these guys are, and certainly hell of a lot better than anything in astronomy magazines from the seventies and eighties. Yeah. If you go and find an old uh, you know, astronomy magazine, I used to be really big into astronomy. I mean, eighties, really, really big. You know, I mean, I'd, I'd always buy my sky and telescope every month, and you know, read it from cover to cover, and yep. have my telescope, and I'd go out. I mean, I tracked Halley's comet for uh, for a year and a half. Wow. Um, yeah, through a telescope before it became visible to the naked eye. So. I was I was big into me astronomy, uh, but I didn't never took I never took photos. It was just too hard back in the days of film. Yeah, yeah. And there's something I would kind of maybe sort of like to do again. Maybe. Yep. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be yeah. But then again, you know, now you look at the quality of work everyone else is pulling out. You go, well, what's <laughs> that's the it. Point? It's demoralizing. What's, what's the point? I can't. I'm not going to put the effort in. If nothing else, <laughs> I'm not going to put the effort in to get that. So yeah. Anyway, you got um, some news about the new Sony. And the last thing, yeah, and I will stress that these uh, rumoured specs are simply a rumour at this point in time. What has been announced officially is that there is an A7S three coming. Uh, it's supposedly going to be officially announced at the end of July, and they're expecting shipments either late August or early September. But the rumoured specs are saying a new 12 megapixel sensor. Well, that's not really that exciting because that's what the S has always had. Yeah. Uh, frame rates are pretty impressive. Oh, this has got with fast readout, though. Yeah. For video, that 1080p at 240 frames a second, 4K at 120 frames a second. Uh, with, with no overheating, apparently. With what? No overheating, apparently. Yeah. Uh, a not not a claim that, that Canon can make regarding their R5 and R6, apparently. Well, the interesting thing is when those were announced, everyone I know yep. who knows anything about that sort of stuff said, well, how can they do that in that body shape without overheating? Right. Uh, I mean, like, instantly. It was the first thing they said. Bang. Yeah. This is, you know, March sort of thing. Yeah. You know, people are saying this. And me, now I'm going, oh, I've got no idea, of course. And 600 megabit per second bit rate for the video, which is pretty cool. Base ISO of 160. This is the big one, 16-bit RAW. 
if that actually comes to fruition, that will be the first Sony camera to offer 16-bit RAW output. They're claiming 15 stops of dynamic range, which is pretty impressive. And yeah, a few other bits and pieces. But like I said, that is only a rumour at this stage and yet to be confirmed. But if all of that actually comes to fruition, that is going to be a corker of a camera. Here's his disclaimer, though. Uh, no overheating and no recording time limits, but this may be different in Europe. Yeah, I saw that. That's a bit odd. I, I now, do, do, why does it get hotter in Europe? <laughs> I think the the assumption there is that there would be a different model for the European market, but that doesn't make sense either. No, the, the, to me, it's the recording time limits, obviously, not the heat. I'm being facetious. Oh, okay. Because, um, you know, it gets hot down here as well. Yeah. Uh, but, no, so what there may be, there may be some legal ramification for not allowing to record over X amount of time at a certain right. point. Yeah, it, 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 it differentiate, it'll differentiate the camera between like an amateur model and a pro model. Ah, okay. And therefore it'll change tax implications. I'm sure it'll be something along the line of that. Yeah, right. About about the category of product or how it's, how it's assessed as a product by the European Union. Ah, uh, okay. It will be determined upon how long it... I'm, I'm, now, this is me just hypothesizing. Mm-hmm. That's a new word I just made up. Excellent. Um, it's much it's much quicker than saying hypothesizing because that's a long word. <laughs> so that's me hypothesizing. Yeah. That um, that that's got to be the only reason. There's no logical reason other than something like that. It's all about the functionality, Glenn. What? <laughs> uh, it's got a new a new kind of silent passive cooling system. Yeah. <laughs> it's got an ice tray at the bottom. <laughs> what? Yeah, nice tray. <laughs> you just slip on, yeah. You know, yeah, these little trays you put in the freezer, and when you go out shooting, you slide one on, and you keep a couple in the cool bag and swap them out during the day. There you go. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and no one, no one's ever thought of that before, because you know, water and electronics go so well together. That's yeah. right. But it's not water; it's ice. See, so yeah. you get away with it. Um, well, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing there that's really, you know, exciting. I'd say, you know, the frame rates for the video and 16-bit RAW and 15 stops of dynamic range, that's exciting stuff. But what, what dynamic range does the camera wants to have? They're about 15 anyway, aren't they? Oh, usually about 14. So, yeah, theoretically one more stop, but, you know, you've still got to mangle that in post in order to turn it into something that can be displayed everywhere. Yeah. I, st- I still... I don't know what you'd consider... Um, exciting these days, though. Okay. Yeah, only because yeah, you know, they're so good anyway. Yeah. You know all these cameras. They're so there's so many features and they're all so damn good that to have a groundbreaking. Oh my god, look at that moment. Yeah. Might never happen again. It might just be this incremental <laughs> yeah. steps. You know. Yep. Hmm. We're all so <laughs> blasé about everything now. <laughs> well, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yep. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's it. That's it for another that's week. That's what we got. Yep. We're done. We we we're like early. <laughs> that's yeah. right. We might we might you might get uh, yeah more likes on Facebook for this. Yeah, it's not quite not having an episode, but having a short episode. <laughs> it's got to be. Make sure you put that in your title. You might get more likes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This perform. This post is performing better than. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Will you have a good week? Um, well, I, no, because I'm starting homeschooling on Monday, so my okay. sanity's well, going down the toilet again. Make, make uh, it as is, good as you can. <laughs> this is as good as you're going to get me, kiddo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, just, 
Yeah, it's all downhill from here. Excellent. Yeah, solidarity, and I'll see you on the other side. Awesome. <laughs> right, <laughs> mate, have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Shutters Inc. Another audio to you.com quality podcast. For questions, comments, and feedback, email the boys at shuttersinpodcast.com.